Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Save big money on plant protection supplies. Now at Menards. Defend your garden with Triazicide Insect Killer. Its fast-acting formula protects lawns, vegetables, and many other plants. It kills more than 260 insects by contact, above and below ground. Choose from ready-to-spray, concentrate, or granular. Save big money on Triazicide Insect Killer at Menards. And check out our weekly flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards. Hello, faithful, faithful. Welcome to the death of friendship. Here we are on Tuesdays talking about the NXT deal, whatever. Kate, you do the rest. This is July 12th. It is your NXT post show. It is the death of all friendship in professional wrestling. Please send in your super chats. Please send in your humper chats. Please send in your karaoke requests to be about the death of friendship and the celebration of friendship and dying. Please leave a thumbs up on this video. You can also send in chats via our Twitch channel. So if you send us bits, that would be really cool to do over there. We appreciate your support. Super chat, humper chat, Twitch bits, subscriptions to Fightful Select, thumbs up on this video. Regular participation in the chat because we just like nice people here, but none of you are my friends. No, because that lasts like a week. Friendship is a myth. But we had Alex, you know what's so upsetting? We had all those memories that we talked about. We did. We had so many memories. Do you remember that time? When we did that thing in that place and a thing happened oh that was God. out of the ordinary. Oh my God, I remember that thing. We made such memories then. So many things happened. And we did them together, remember? How it was uh, you and me? It was like literally you and me were there together in the same place. And then a thing happened and now we remembered that thing happening. Live on air as we were being interviewed. Yes, because you and I are both best friends. We're the best friendliest. Friends. We're the we're the bestest friendliest friends that ever bested. I'm gonna turn on Alex later in this episode. And it's I so will... appropriate that I forgot this is mirrored and I whispered that at you. <laughs> and I will suspect nothing. No, you are an idiot. <laughs> I won't see it coming at all. 
no. And my tiny little skateboard is going to fall apart before it even touches you. Um, you know you rigged the skateboard too hard when the wind blowing past it as you raise it up to smash it over somebody caused it to shatter into a million pieces. It's amazing, Kate. Uh, tonight uh, featured one of the uh, worst, most saddest looking botches in a, in a match that I've ever seen. And it was completely overshadowed by a worked skateboard. Because <laughs> botches apparently... happen, a yes. prop department being that inept is a whole was, other apparently thing. They sawed through the whole skateboard and then held it together with scotch tape. Like, like I'll, I, any props department will tell you, you saw through it three quarters of the way and you leave the grip tape that's holding it together. You leave that intact. You leave that little, that tiny little, like, it's really easy to do. Hey, like, Alex, you know what else? She can't skateboard! Well, this is the whole thing is that I, I, I have a feeling that th they think of the skateboarding as a baby face thing. And so her smashing the skateboard over her best friend's back right after she... Um, she cost her the title. Um, it was, was an act not only of defiance against her former best friend, but also it signified her turning from good to evil. They did all of that. It was a metaphor for literally all of the things. And because they suck so much, they blew it on a terrible prop. Well, you know what? Her hair was already brown, so how else was she going to signify it? You know what I mean? Like, if you're already a brunette or, like, have black hair, yes. you can't just dye your hair to be like, hey, I'm different now. So, I guess you uh, have to ditch your hobby. Because hobbies are inherently heel and face. Yes. Yeah, no, it's true. Um, Magic, Magic the Gathering, baby face. Sure. D&D, &D, heel. It's they're, It's very similar, but also very different. It's so true. Macrame, baby face, crocheting, heel. Obviously. Um, I have no idea what this macrame is, is but I, I just decided to say it because it's a funny word. It is. Um, it's a fun word. Gluing macaroni onto a onto a piece of <laughs> construction paper to make a make a a, a, a painting, heel. Like it's it's very true. It's wasted. It's wasting pasta, and that makes you a heel. But um, macaroni necklaces, baby face, because it's useful. It, you can wear it as jewelry. You, you can wear it as jewelry, bro. I was such a heel growing up. I was putting macaroni on all sorts of shit. <laughs> Guys, what is going on? Yesterday, first of all, I'll just say this. If you're not subscribed to Fightful Select, what are we doing, people? Subscribe to Fightful Select. It's $5 a month. Like, you should. It's the most breaking news in all of wrestling. It's the best. That's where all the cool kids hang out. That's where Alex and I do post shows for pay-per-views. Whatever. On Fightful Select last night, before Alex got on to do his Raw review, he said, 
do you want to come on? I did not realize how badly he needed me to come on or I would have been there. I would have been there for you if you had just, if you had fully explained that you needed someone so bad Mm -hmm. Um, because you had kind of reached a breaking point because the Miz has a hello, my name is I have huge ball shirt or something. Yes. Yep. Um, My breaking point today. Massive balls. Massive Massive balls. Excuse me. I did not mean to speak out of term. However, I, uh, it, it was the pretty deadly showing up at a bar and them not fighting sketch for me that mm-hmm. I would not have been able to do that show, the show alone. I would have dragged you out of wherever you were. This review needs a buddy system. <laughs> like every week, you cannot do this alone. Don't forget your buddy. Don't leave your buddy. It's the buddy system. Um, but yeah. you're not my buddy, friend. I'm <laughs> not, not anymore. Your, I'm not your buddy, guy. Um, <laughs> Daisy Ruth sends in a humper chat at humperchats.com. Says, hi, guys. Been meaning to send a humper chat since Alex's U-Haul debacle. So have some of the insurance payouts on my Mustang. R.I.P. Uh, not watching tonight. Playing TMNT Shredder's Revenge instead. And we'll catch up with you guys tomorrow. Well, thank you, Daisy Ruth. Um, yeah, uh, the moral of that story is always get the insurance because we didn't have to pay a single dime uh, out of my ridiculous, stupid driving. So that's pretty awesome. Um, the moral of that story who- also is watch TMNT Shredder, whatever the hell, instead of NXT. Daisy is such a delightful, wonderful human being. She's one of the few people I miss on Twitter. Um, so thank you for sending that in because she's delightful and super nice. Nerd Guru says, um, uh, weekly Kate looks gorgeous tonight, chat. Oh, thanks. Because it's like always true and as always, respectful hard eyes. Well, um, thank you. Uh, respectful hard eyes. I do not so, feel cute today, so thank you. So we got um, this uh, this whole this whole thing started at the beginning of, of, the, of the show. Kate, the whole thing started um with uh the little flashback of last week Cora and uh and, and Roxanne best friends till the end best friends w- winning the uh tag team titles women's tag As team best titles. friends do yes um uh from toxic attraction uh surely to l- keep the titles as long as their friendship would let them which is to say forever and a day um, but, uh, but then, uh, there's a little thing of like, um, we see Mandy Rose say, um, so Roxanne thinks she's gonna, uh, cash in on me. Well, we'll see if she even makes it to next week. And then they cut away from that video to, uh, to Roxanne, uh, lying there writhing around on the ground, uh, in the parking lot. And just one me- security card. Just one. Just one in the NXT parking lot. That's all I ask. Silly me, uh, Kate. I uh, I took it at face value. I thought Mandy Rose attacked her. Oh, I immediately uh, was like, it's gorgeous. <laughs> um, I, I figured it out near the end. But, um, but I was like, oh, yeah. I mean, Mandy Rose attacked her because she said she was gonna. And it's absolutely their MO. It makes perfect sense. 
to, as retaliation for what happened last week and to, to spare Mandy Rose. I thought at the time, oh, they're just going to do the thing where, where this means Roxanne has more to overcome. How will she ever come? How will she ever overcome and also over ever come all of the odds and also all of the evens? So many things standing in her path, obstacle after obstacle. And let's just throw one more in there in that she was attacked by Mandy Rose in the parking lot. I thought, because I, silly me, didn't think at the time they would be stupid enough to do the thing they actually did. That was just me, though. No, I figured it was going to be that, and I figured Roxy was going to lose because otherwise I feel like this would have been on Great American Bash. I feel like it would have been on The Gap if we were going to get a title change. Oh, yeah, I didn't think we were going to get a title change, but yeah. Yeah, and uh, Mandy did give that really gripping promo of saying, like, things always work out for the champ. So I mm-hmm. could understand why people would think it was Mandy, but I right. have just been, like, reading stuff during the yeah. spoiler weeks about Cora turning on her. Yeah. Um, JW Pringle sends in something says, Good day, SGSers. NXT 2.0 is a black hole that attracts just the worst wrestling tropes. All of it is bad. All of it! Paul Elizabeth is, and this ongoing... Paul Elizabeth is not. And this ongoing bit is the only saving grace. Um, And Alex and Kate, too. So thank you, J.W. Pringle. Thank yeah. you, J.W. Pringle. It's not that it attracts the worst tropes. Because some of the tropes aren't bad. It's that when you take those tropes, and they're the only tropes you have mm-hmm. for months, if not years, mm-hmm. then they become bad. Can they coexist? Can be a really well-done trope if you don't do it every 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Best friendships, best friends turning on each other can be really well done. If you do literally anything else with the women's tag right. team title picture. Right. So. Yeah. Um, so uh, we started out the night with Apollo Cruz and uh, Giovanni Vinci. And Fabian Eichner, because I refuse to call him his stupid nickname, his stupid new gimmick that sucks. Come on, it's so fun to say. Giovanni Vinci. Um, no, but- that's not how you say it. Giovanni Vinci. I mean, that's um, Giovanni Vinci. This is he's from me. He's from the old country. Like a Vinny Vinny Vici thing, right? Though, like Giovanni Vici. It's it's yeah yes. Uh, I think it's dumb. I think they should just let Fabian Eichner be Fabian Eichner. But I know understand they're not allowed to do that. Um, Fabian Eichner is one of the best uh, wrestling talents they have in employed by this company, no matter NXT, SmackDown, or Raw. And Apollo Crews is also really, really, really good. And they got to have a match. And uh, it was fun and good. And the thing about the match was, Kate, going into it, I was like, I don't know how you pick a guy to win. Correct. You know? uh, because both these guys shouldn't lose. Giovanni Vinci has just got his, his whole new thing repackaged. Uh, he's supposed to, he needs to win several matches in a row to get going. Apollo Crews just showed up at NXT he, this is his first ever singles match back in the company, um, back in this part of the company. He needs to win, too. Um, surely they wouldn't just do a cop-out bullshit 
uh, interference with the ref is turn back is turned thing. Surely they wouldn't do that, Kate. That would be taking an easy way out, and they never do that. Are you new here? <laughs> Are you picking up my sarcasm because I'm laying it sure on pretty am. thick? You know how I was able to pick up on that? Because we're best friends. We are. We are. As of right now. As of now, you know, not, anything can happen by the end of the night. You never know. The match was good. <laughs> the match was good. Uh, I think... I didn't appreciate stalling suplexes as much as I should have in my youth. I didn't really watch wrestling in my youth, but I love them. And Giovanni Vinci has a really, really good one. Um, they're very, 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 very fun. This it's match not was even, great. It's not even like a stalling suplex. It's like a dude jumps from the top rope and directly into position to be suplexed. And Fabian Eichner just catches the dude. And it's impressive no matter who he who he does it to. But he's he's like just like, oh, just snatching 250 pound Apollo Cruz out of the air like it's nothing. That guy's that guy's crazy good. He is both of them. I thought this was a, a really solid match. I was bummed because I immediately knew the rest of the episode was gonna be downhill from here. But really good and also nice just to see like two kind of evenly matched opponents that were pretty similar in stature i agree with you that uh neither of them were in a position where they should lose but it's also wwe programming so i'm sure they're gonna 50 50 this to death i at least want to see both of these guys wrestle in a ring i'm excited to see them wrestle each other and i'm excited that apollo seems to be presented as a person that like mm -hmm might be someone you've met in life before <laughs> as a friend now <laughs> like the nigerian thing like fake accent apollo cruz didn't work no nope. diner vigilante they seem to have scratched um <laughs> yeah, which is a relief was. they didn't they didn't like really scratch it though that was just like that's what that that's his hobby we were talking about baby face and, and heel hobbies yes. that's his when he's not in the ring he's a diner vigilante like it's I, fun. I, Yes, it's just a way he does. It's how he passes the time. Some um, people play Pokemon Go, and uh, and he beats up dudes in in diners. As a Jersey resident, <laughs> diners are my culture, so I appreciate that there's somebody safeguarding them mm -hmm. for me. Yeah. Um, but this, I thought this match was a lot of fun. If they build a feud and a story out of it, I'll be more excited than if this was a one-off because it would at least justify Apollo losing. Yeah. I think he could probably take the loss a little bit more than Giovanni Vinci just because right. um, well, he has a, a you know an established base and career right. before this a little bit more. And, and be this is the way they think. Oh, we're starting a, a real feud between him and Zion Quinn. A guy who can't beat literally anybody, like, at all, because we book him to lose a lot. So we're going to, the first big feud for Apollo Crews will be against a guy uh, that it won't be impressive if he beats him. Um, and and if we somehow book Apollo Crews to lose this feud, it feels weird because the guy we're choosing to beat Apollo Crews has no momentum otherwise. 
Um, so let's have that guy leap over the barrier out of the crowd wearing a, uh, wearing a, a sunglasses and a red baseball cap and punch him once and throw him into the ring so Giovanni Vinci can do his amazing twisting last ride thing that he does. Um, it's just like, I, I, it would be really interesting if like Zion Quinn was on, on a six match winning streak and then he picks a fight with Apollo Crews because yeah, he's feeling good about himself. But, uh, like, we haven't seen Zion Quinn win a match in, like, what, months? Literal yeah, months? He, I think you're forgetting last week he gave a promo where he said he was the best. So that's what the – by NXT law, that means he is. I am I am quite literally forgetting that. Yeah. <laughs> I meant um, it sarcastically, but he did give a promo that was like, I'm great. I, I have no I, evidence about why I'm great, I but I it. am. I, I believe it happened – uh, I also believe that it, it 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 I did I took no notice of it because uh, because they've they've taught me to take no notice of Zion Quinn with the way that they book him and so it feels very odd that they would choose him to be Apollo Cruz's first real feud in NXT again. You know the uh, song Unforgettable. Yeah, yeah, I do. We could do like Alinda and Sheila. It's forgettable in every way because mm-hmm. so yeah. much of Zion Quinn and the show happened. It's forgettable in every way. So regrettable. Save it for the jukebox round. We got to keep these people on the hook. They're all tuning in to see Sheila and Linda duets. Jeremy Pringle says, Vinky, Vonky, Vonky, and Clyde. (laughs) He wrote down fart sound, but I decided to do a thing. I did the Ace Ventura one. Yeah. Um... Uh, we we got uh, uh, Paul Elizabeth responding to the earlier Sir Pringle uh, chat by saying, "Well said, Sir Pringle. The team Kalex and SGS are our saving grace." Yo, how happy is my dad that I'm at my apartment and he doesn't have to watch this anymore? <laughs> Probably very. Probably except very. they have more company coming tomorrow, so my mom will be cleaning till three in the morning for no reason. Yeah. Um, when some lose them. <laughs> I'm 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 honestly I'm glad that they gave uh, Vinky Vonky uh, a, 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 a a win. The dub. Um, good for him. Uh, let's let uh, let's see it continue. Um, I I, I want to see him uh, like if Wesley doesn't beat uh, Carmelo Hayes, um, then let's have Giovanni uh, Vinky do it and. Um, uh, and then, and then, after that, then we'll get uh, Tony D'Angelo versus Giovanni Vinci, and and then that's his new name for me now, Giovanni Vinci um, uh, versus <laughs> versus Tony D'Angelo for who is the real Italian American champion? Because I I will never give it up, even if I wanted to. I can't. It's a bit that must continue. It's a dream. It's yeah, a dream. It is, it is. It is the dream. Uh, Tiffany Stratton got a manicure uh, while re- while reminiscing. Yours is on point. Thank you. Uh, on on fleek, as the kids say, seven years ago. Um, so or I still say about my bangs because they are. They're not um, off fleek. Are you calling my bangs off fleek? Because I'll stop being your best friend. Don't make me stop being your best friend. Listen, I don't, I don't know what's on or off the fleek. I don't even know what a fleek is or how one would get on it. 
or get off of it. I'm not sure what it is a fleek, one of those things like a tweet or a TikTok. Are you fleeking? Should we all get on the fleek app? Is it fleeking? Uh, I'm fleeking. Is there Am a I, fleek? Is there an on fleek tag this, team like the I'm TikTok? Fleeking. Tag? I'm fleeking. Well, that's voguing. I'm very confused. I swear to God, one more husband and you are no longer my best friends. <laughs> you don't have to worry about that, dear. I've long, <laughs> I've long aged past that age. I think I'm not really sure. Um, <laughs> Tiffany, Tiffany Stratton got a manicure and reminisced about her match with uh, Wendy Chu. Uh, and then she says some complimentary stuff to her nail salon worker, to her manicurist. But then on her way out, she said some mean stuff to the, to the woman behind the, the counter. Um, and, uh, and then she says toodles as she walked away. So toodles is definitely, definitely going to be a shirt. If, if you're going to make a shirt that says, hello, my name is, I have massive balls. You owe it to the rest of us to do a toodles shirt where toodles is just written on the back. Yeah. I'm in on that. It's going to be like bright pink and obnoxious as hell though. Oh yeah. And there'll be a little purse. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I believe the name of the salon was Tough as Nails, which I think is a fantastic name for a nail salon. I think there's probably several across the world. Just, uh, <laughs> let's Google it. You, you, you. It's Google, like the Toxic Lounge. Yeah, yeah. Google it. Google Tough as Nails nail salon, and find and tell me, um, and and then start reading off the city and state or country. Uh, that that it, it appears in every time uh, we're just running slow, I guess. Um, Jaden Pringle says, "Stop fighting! We're all friends. Damn it! We're just pretending to fight, you know, like best friends do for real." We're not just friends; we're best friends. Best friends, yeah. Haven't we made that clear over the past few weeks? Come on, people! We're best friends. <sighs> um, I'm okay with them running back Wendy and Tiffany. I like sure. that. Sure. I mean, yes. Sure. I, I. It's one of those deals where NXT, they don't really know what the hell they're doing, obviously, because they're a WWE property. But I don't. I don't know where they're, where we're going with any of this. Um, Tiffany Stratton um, seems like uh, she could she could wind up being NXT Women's uh, Champion for like a year. Or she'd be called. She could be called up tomorrow. I don't know. Yeah. It's one of those weird things with them. That's how um, I kind of feel about Carmelo. Honestly, same thing. There's yeah. a tough as nails in Millvale, Pennsylvania, and Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Just so you know. Um. So, uh, <clears throat> Grimes, uh, Cameron Grimes, cut a promo about how he's a loser. Like he was, he he was interacting with the crowd. Who was like, you got robbed? He's like, no, I didn't get robbed. I lost the North American, I mean, the NXT championship. I'm sorry, everybody. Yes, I did mess that up. But I have, I've been thinking about the North American championship as well since I also did just lose that. I have been losing a lot of matches recently. I feel this is my depressed Cameron Grimes voice. I do not know what is next for me, Cameron Grimes. Um, uh, and and uh, this is a this is something I don't know about. Um, Luis Polito, our wonderful mod, says 
Cameron Grimes' theme music no longer has wrestle flow, which is a war crime. I don't know what wrestle flow is. I wish I did. Um, but I, here's here's the here's the deal. We got JD McDonough coming out. Um, and he he says some uncomplimentary things to Cameron Grimes. And then uh Cameron Grimes uh fights him off in the ring. They punch you like 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 why don't you get out of my ring, you loser? I'm here. All these people thought I was going to make my debut this week, but I made it last week because that's a swerve. That's what they tell me. Uh, I'm the Irish ace JD McDonough, I am. Uh, and then he headbutts him and they have a little brawl. And uh, and Cameron Graham stands tall in the ring and li- literally on camera, unbleep says, Come on back in this ring, motherfucker. <laughs> I just love Cameron Grimes completely losing his mind. Just, just, yeah. just like, yeah, sure. Let's just drop that on, on TV at, at the 8, 10 hour. I appreciated him also saying, like, you're in this ring, you're talking to me. Like, look at me when you're talking to me. That felt like the same character that we've seen of recent of him telling people backstage, like, Stop screwing around all the time with everything. Like, I, I really enjoyed that. Uh, I'll say this. If you took J.D. McDonough, Grayson Waller, in theory, and I didn't have my contacts in, I would not be able to tell the three of them apart. Mm-hmm. They're all, like, the most generic white dudes in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, generic with, white heels. Yep. Yeah, and, like, the, the way too similar of a gimmick. Um... I don't know, like, the the vignettes for JD were well-produced, but I'm like, who are you? Mm-hmm. Um, why should well, you just, like, come here and demand things from Cameron Grimes? He's, we saw him already uh, working out while nude, except for a pair of tidy whities and, uh, and a, fa- and a, and a ice, icy face mask. So he's Irish-American psycho. Um and uh and but like and he can't that, even have an OnlyFans in that company. Nope. So what are you like? Put some clothes on while you're. I don't even out, know man. what you're doing here. Um, uh, I will say they've announced Cameron Grimes versus JD McDonough. Uh, because you got to say it like that, McDonough. Uh, next week, that match is is going to be very good. Um, yes. And I don't know what we do with Cameron Grimes coming out of that because he's going to lose that match. And so he is a loser now. And so now what? Because he's um, a creep. Yeah, he's a creep. He's, uh, he's a loser. He's definitely going to join. Um, I, I, I went back and watched the thing from last week. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Where everybody said he was, it was purple light and he was mm-hmm. going to join the Judgment Day. There was no purple light. The lights flickered and then came back on, which means he's going to be he's subs- joining House of Black. No, <laughs> no, it, uh, it's the worst case scenario. He's joining Joe Gacy. Um, no, yeah, he's absolutely joining Joe Gacy. He'll fight back against him, but eventually he will join Joe Gacy. Um, so, uh, Cameron Grimes, uh, Josiah Williams, the amazing Josiah Williams, his uh, his rap track was removed from Grimes' theme song. Uh, He's Russell Flow. He is Russell Flow. Now I realize that that that's I thought I thought Russell Flow was like a I don't know I thought it was like a YouTube channel. I'm not really sure what is. It probably know. is that too. <laughs> it could be as well. Um, uh, speaking of. Uh, Joe Gacy. Um, the dyad is no longer the dyad. They've been renamed Schism for no reason whatsoever. I don't understand at all why they can't just be the dyad. It's a dumb name. Schism is a worse name. Who the hell cares? But why would we just decide it is me and the Schism are here? Like, no, you don't just get to drop that on us out of the blue there, Joe. Um, sure you do. Like, like what, what, did you change their name or did they change their name? Anyway, they say, uh, he says, he says that they say that they are ready to reveal their true selves next week. Uh, so. Next week that... when they're going to be Parabola because yeah. <laughs> they're Tool fans. Yes. <laughs> Um, listen, um, why, why can't we not be sober, Kate? Like, I, I just want to start things over because this is, this is the worst. Um, I, I'm done. Um, uh, I, here's the thing. Um, next week when they say they're going to reveal their true selves, I, I'm almost willing to put honest money down on the fact that they won't reveal who they are, but they will reveal their true selves metaphorically. Like we know it's the friggin' Grizzled Young Vets, just friggin' do it already. Um, this is going nowhere, and who cares? Uh yes, the Battle of One Jam Beard also uses your same joke. Schism. So uh Joe Gacy's a tool fan, I guess. Yeah, but also the logo for Schism now has a peace sign behind it. So, like, he's still going doing the whole like. Hey man, all inclusive man, peace, bro. Here's much here's like my a friends. tool album. Here's... It feels like it's taking a decade to come to fruition. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike a tool album, I'm not excited for it in the slightest. Ah, <laughs> <sighs> uh, yeah, it was weird because like Joe Gacy interrupted. Uh, uh, Vic Joseph and, and, and Wade Barrett just talking to the camera. It's like, hello, 
hello, it is us. Look up here at nothing while we interrupt your broadcast. It was just ridiculous. Oh, it doesn't make any friggin' sense. Uh, the Battle of One Jam Beard asks a question. Can we have Papa H booking NXT again, please? He's supposed to be there. He's This is not his He's handiwork. definitely oh. not booking right now. Yeah. Not made sense. <laughs> yeah. Shocky29 says, reading about tonight's booking, the only thing I can think happened is Vince Russo somehow possessed HBK or whoever is running NXT 2.0. Um, yeah. Um, Queen Monet says, "Why is Grimes surrounded by purple unless Judgment Day? Is he surrounded by purple? I haven't, I haven't seen him surrounded by purple. Um, Maybe he's just a big Sour Graps fan. Did you guys ever perhaps, think of that? Perhaps, perhaps. Not is. all about Judgment Day. Some people here's just the, like sports Sour Graps colors. If if they were to do like a, if they were to tease Cameron Grimes moving to the main roster." and then joining up with an already established main roster faction. If they were to actually connect those dots for us ahead of time, that would be the first time they had ever done that ever. So you understand why I am somehow pessimistic that they are actually doing any of that. Correct. Right. Um, uh, Kemp is uh, watching a tape, meaning the DVR'd episode of NXT from last year. We're doing film study. We just we sat down with the TiVo and we Good ran back the match. Um, it says, uh, 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 at, this is Luis saying this. It says, Kemp watches tape with Dem Loafs. Uh, the walking loaves of white bread. Um, and, uh, and it says, uh, hey man, I appreciate you showing me, you know, what I did wrong or whatever. I'd love to run it back one day. Absolutely. That's right. You know, I, iron sharpens iron, diamonds cut diamond. And I'm like, I know the first part. I've never heard the second part. Like, do diamonds cut diamond? Or it's like, just like, just like, ching. I don't really know how that works. I know diamonds cut everything else. Do diamonds? I'm not really sure. I honestly I don't, don't care. It was a weird thing that like that, that Julius just dropped it as though it was a common phrase that I have never heard before. Um, I feel like it was more of an SAT thing. Like iron sharpens iron is yeah, too. Yeah. Diamonds. Cutting diamonds. <laughs> yes. Um, and so then they leave. And then Roddy Strong shows up, says, what do you mean run it back? You cost me the NXT champ- tag team titles. Next week, I'm going to kick your ass for it. And and Damon Kemp's like, wait, no, but I didn't consent to the match. I don't know what's happening. And that's and then that's it. So now we're going to get Roddy Strong versus Damon Kemp next week in a match nobody asked for. I don't know. If you want to win the tag team titles, choose someone that's been there more than four minutes. You're smarter mm-hmm. than that, Roddy. Your, your stable has changed so many times. Yeah. Um, so uh Battle to One Jam Beard says that maybe Gacy and the Dyad will change their name again and become Maynard James Keenan's other band song, Three Libras. Well played. 
this is whatever this is it is not a perfect circle it is no, like it, it, it is, is it is a janky ass trapezoid if i've ever seen one in my in my life at best an oblate spheroid yeah chump, uh, that is that is giving them way too much credit that's that was generous um hey grayson waller's pissed off okay or why he lost he's mad that he he now he's mad that he loses. He loses all the time. It doesn't give a shit. Um, he, he's 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 mad that he lost to Carmelo Hayes. Uh, I'm going to talk about this now because it just kind of works its way back together again. Carmelo uh, Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams are on a on a on a rooftop pool with some random ladies. Wearing bikinis, drinking champagne, talking about how awesome they are. And I mean, like, NXT, as a rule, has like four times as much wrestling as any episode of Raw. So I can't, like, be angry about, like, hey, you could be doing something else here. Yeah. But I'm going to say you could be doing something else here with both these things. I don't give a shit that Grayson Waller thinks it th- is upset that he lost his NXT North American title match, which he shouldn't have had in the first damn place. I don't care. Like, that's an interview that doesn't need to happen. Like, you can just you can get that off my screen. Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams, I don't know. How are we developing their character? Like nothing about this. hot chicks. But like, but that like, if like this segment has been brought to you by boobs. Like I don't understand what we're doing with with like nothing has been added to who they are. Their relationship didn't change. That we have yeah, we didn't find out did. any new information about them. Yes, we did. They hang out with hot chicks. But we've already done one of those before. Like, we've literally already done Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams hang out with hot chicks. So, the, I guess we're supposed to be like, oh, these are different hot chicks. Yeah. And therefore... These are champion defense hot chicks. Yep. I guess. You know what I had an issue with the, in this whole thing? The Grace of Waller thing was really short, so I didn't really give a shit. Um, a few things. One... Carmelo called himself Shaq and Kobe, and I'm like, didn't Swerve and Keith Lee say that, like, two weeks ago? Yep. Yeah. Also, Shaq and Keith Lee, Shaq and Keith Lee, dear Lord, Shaq and Kobe were both great on their own. Trick Williams has won, like, two matches. Um, and I'll just say, you know, maybe what we're eventually going to come to learn is that you can be partying with all the hot chicks in the world, Alex, but sometimes... You can't deliver. Sometimes if you add more hot chicks to a situation, it adds more pressure and you start to get in your head and then things build up and you find yourself in a sexual situation and you can't perform, uh-huh. but you got to reach for something. And Sean Ross Sapp is here to tell you all about what you can do if you're in a situation with super hot chicks after defending your title as you do, but you can't perform. Is your penis soft? Is it difficult to get hard? Do you have issues with sexual performance? Do you have issues with sexual confidence? BlueChew.com, code Fightful, gives you your first shipment of Blue Chew for free. It will help you get a harder, stronger erection. 
It will make you more confident in your sexual performance. You take an online questionnaire. You work with an online physician. You don't wait in line at the pharmacy. You don't wait in line at the doctor's office. It's prepared and shipped direct in a discreet package. That way, nobody knows that you are getting blue chew in order to make your penis erect. Blue Chew and the code Fightful gets you your first shipment free if you want an erect penis. I'm going to end the ad now. Take it from Sean Rossap, known for championship defenses and partying with hot chicks. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's our Sean. Jitter Pringle says, my son walked by as Alex said this segment was brought to you by boobs. <laughs> and a 17-year-old with autism's head damn near spun off his neck. Ha ha ha. Thank you for the laugh. Thank you, Jimmy Pringle. He's so awesome. And I'm not just saying that because he's basically my adopted brother. Yeah. But he's so great. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh, Lord in heaven. Um, so, uh, yeah, anyway, um, <laughs> um, okay, so we got Double Vest in the Beach hanging out on a bar and there's an establishing shot where there's, there's, there's this girl who is, uh, who is wearing the most obnoxious pink cowboy hat, which mat, which matches her obnoxious pink crop top uh and she's just like nodding at somebody very oh yes these are the same bitches that wear yankee pink pinstripes and i want to punch their faces in when i go to yankee stadium continue you could tell i'm a girl because i'm wearing hey. pink you could call this a cowgirl hat get it because I'm obviously so girly because I'm wearing pink. I'm a walking gender reveal party. It's uh, okay. Uh, I was about to say no shade on you if you actually wear these kind of things, but I'm lying. Shade on you. I'm shade. So much shade. So much shade. Like, so much. Uh, so much shade. Um, <sighs> so all these, red, bar. all these rednecks are sitting around this redneck bar and in walks the Yes Boys, and of course, they are also dressed up as cowboys. Um, and uh, and the Cow first yes, boys. the first thing out of um, out of the Beach's mouth is, I think y'all, you boys, walked into the wrong bar. And I'm like, what? What am I watching? Is it, what? Have, what? Is, what is? What did this? We don't into? take kindly. <laughs> we don't take kindly to your kind around here. You're a long way from home, ain't you, boy? You ain't from around here, are you? <laughs> I mean, listen, it's Florida. Like, there's like there are there are literally places within a 100 yard radius of the CWC that the yes boys would not be allowed in without getting their shit stomped in. Like it's, it's not funny. Like, it's just not funny to be like just aping that whole thing. I mean, Oh, and also Vic Joe, after this whole segment, 
We'll talk more about this segment. Uh, Vic Joseph been like, yay, I sure do love that double vest in the beach. These guys are great. USA, USA. I'm like, just, what? What are we doing? USA, USA. Um, <laughs> so so they, they come in and be like, you know, we, we want... The, why did you bring these nice looking titles into this dump? And then all everybody else stands up. And uh, the, the, the threat is levied by literally everyone in the bar. We're going to beat you to death. Because y'all ain't from around here. And, uh, and then only Fallon Henley standing like, we're not doing this in my bar. We're going to have a match next week. Uh, and, and that's it. And then they, they leave and it's like, and then, yeah, Victor was like, ha ha. <laughs> you see them? They had to back down from that fight. Well, yeah. Cause there was a whole bunch of drunk rednecks there with like pool cues. And there were two of them. That's a, that's a fight you back down from. Like, I don't know. Like, what, like the Victor was like, yes, they has opted to fight two on 25 and they lost. Like, I don't know what, I don't know what Vic Joseph wants. I have so many issues with the segment. <laughs> First of all, I want a contract signing for this match and the facilitator of it. You know who the facilitator is. Who's that? A horse lawyer. Horse lawyer. If there's going to be a contract. Yes. And double best, best yes. and beach are involved. Mm-hmm. Horse lawyers got to look over that contract. Right. This whole thing, I was like, this looks like bullshit that i shot in high school for like a history project it It was so bad like we don't take folk around here is like stuff sophomore year kate outgrew like it's so if not before that to be honest like um and just the like the cheersing of the beer and the girl in the cowgirl head why are you having two people come to a bar to not fight is the dumbest shit in the whole wide world. I'm sorry. If you were just going to have a match happen in the ring, like two guys walking into the bar to not fight anybody is stupid. It is an inherently dumb thing to do. Also, does Fallon Henley like have steak in a bar or is she a bartender? Is this No, this same? is this is her like, family's bar and she works behind the bar sometimes. So she's not gonna have a a fight in her family's bar. Cause they cause they might like break the chairs or whatever. You know how bar fights go. I just well maybe you shouldn't foster the kind of clientele that when two people simply right. walk into a bar, twenty five people threaten to fight them. That seems real dumb. Also, I have questions about this bar and the legal proceedings of it because I'm assuming the deed was executed by a horse lawyer and I need answers. This was so stupid. Yeah. It was so stupid. You make the faces look so dumb and weak in this. I don't understand like yeah. how a billion dollar company continues to produce the most sophomoric basic shit yeah. in the world. It's so so bad. Um yeah, just the idea, like I think you boys just wandered into the wrong bar is absolute quote that has been said in a Florida bar a million times and things went south from there. 
But like also, they didn't walk into the wrong bar because they were looking for those two guys specifically. Right, right. It's true. right. Yeah, it's true. Uh, yeah, they didn't walk in the wrong bar. Like they they're they're here to see you, Beach. Beach. They came to see you, Beach. How could they be in the wrong bar? Unless Friends you're saying the daughter of the owners of the bar. <laughs> unless you're saying, Beach, that people like them aren't welcome in this establishment. And when I say people like them, that gives you a choice. Foreigners or another thing, another option that we're saying they probably whatever. I'm not even gonna go, I'm not gonna, it's just ridiculous. Um uh so uh Jake Salazar says, I know for a fact there's a bar in Orlando just like that because I've seen this happen. Sure. Uh, and Luis Polito says, same here in South Texas, unfortunately. And Jake Salazar says, it's a horse bar. <laughs> well, I'm a horse bar. Alex, you know how that horse became a lawyer? He, he passed, passed the, bar. the horse bar. He passed the horse bar exam. I love us so much because we're best friends. We're best friends. <laughs> and I don't like NXT very much these days. Um, no. Uh, so next week we're going to get uh, the Double S and the Beach versus the Yes Boys for the NXT UK titles. I really hope Pretty Deadly wins. <laughs> Me too. And 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 honestly, I then I hope they go back to, to NXT UK. And they have great matches with the talent over there, um, and because I feel like they, I feel like they got off on the wrong foot. Uh, to no fault he, of their own. To no fault of their own. Uh, it was th- them being the guys in the ski masks that beat up the Creed brothers, and then like spray painted stuff on the wall. That that's not who the that's not who the S boys are. That's a completely different thing. That's not who Pretty Deadly is. That was a bad, bad idea to do any of that. Um, and they never really recovered. And you're like, we're going to put the titles on you just to have the creeds, give the creeds something to overcome along the way. Uh, After they put it at the, on the wrong team at Stand and Deliver. Right. All that stuff. <laughs> Look, Jake. Um, <laughs> My how does a horse become a lawyer? He passes the horse bar joke. Was fantastic. You can tell me to go on and clock out. I don't know if you've noticed, the puns just keep coming. All right, yeah. I've never said they were good, nope. but they have. But they're never—they're not going to go away. Not going away. They're going away. Uh, we got Tater Tots versus uh, T- Tater Paxley <laughs> versus Caden Carter with Ivy Nile at ringside, uh, and uh, Tater Paxley um, makes it all the way. It was in like, oh, I will say this. I've never seen anybody get into a leg lock, like a, a weird version of some kind of uh, figure four thing. I've never seen anybody like like wrap their own legs up in it and then jump and twist in the in the air yes. to land on their yeah. own back. That was really cool. Like kudos to you, Caden Carter. That thing was great. And Caden awesome. Carter, the only person who, when somebody dives while they're running ropes. Stopped and stomped on someone in the history of all of wrestling. Yeah. So good on her. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. So. Um. 
Battle of One Jam Beard says horse lawyer took the ace attorney course. <laughs> uh, it's true. Um, so uh, yeah, um, I uh, here's what's gonna happen: Ivy Nile, Tatum Paxley, right? Yeah, yeah. All the makings to become best friends. They have so many memories now just from this one match. It's true. So they'll win the titles and then immediately split up two weeks later. Mm, yeah. Um, I uh, I liked it. I, I liked I liked that that one move, uh, and then that was it. Because <laughs> because uh, T- Tater Paxley crawled all the way to the ropes and then rolled up, uh, uh Caden Carter, uh, as as suggested by um, Vic Joseph that she did it because Ivy Nile like coached her how to do it, even though Ivy Nile really didn't do anything. God bless Ivy Nile. She doesn't have a whole lot of like. She's really fun to watch in the ring because she's ice cold. Like when she's in there, do it like she's dead behind the eyes, just an absolute straight killer. She's a machine. She's awesome. So when they're asking her to be like this weird, friendly mentor to Tater Paxley, it doesn't make any sense because they're really, really bad at doing creative. Because here's what we have. We have a woman here, Ivy Nile, who is absolute, who's a fucking Terminator. That's what she is. I know. Let's have her do something that entirely belies that, that she's not good at portraying outside the ring. Let's do that. And and every time she does it, it takes a little bit away from the believability of the thing that she is good at in the ring. They suck at being creative, at doing creative for wrestling. They just suck at it. And yep. I, I, it's 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 incomprehensible to me that the biggest company in the world can't see that the people they have running creative at their developmental, like actual major cable live television show suck at it and then replace them with somebody who doesn't suck so much. Well, it's just dumb because a woman that's as tiny as she is, that's as ice cold as she is, should be having a mouthpiece for her not leading an angle like this, like a manager or like, I think it would be super fun if instead of running around with Damon Kemp, like Roddy Strong was kind of like pushing her along. I think that would be so fun of it was like, you're my like little sister kind of thing. Like would be so much fun to do that with Mm -hmm. her and Roddy. Um, I'm glad she doesn't have a hobby. Like that's a step in the right direction, I guess. She's not mm-hmm. a porn accountant, but um, no, she she's just someone that like probably should. She should just be an ice cold killer in the ring. Like not mm-hmm. everybody needs to have a high school sketch behind whatever they're doing. Right. Like, let her go out there and kick ass. I wish she was in Nikita Lyons' spot. To be honest, like I I wish she was going to be the one to dethrone Mandy. I think she's so much stronger, um, yeah. but. They're they're doing this. I like Tatum Paxley a lot. I think she has a lot of potential. Um, I don't like the storyline, and I don't like this presentation of of Ivy. It feels so counterintuitive to everything that we've already learned about her. Unfortunately, um, JDB Pringle says uh, Fallon Henry. Maybe she's barn with it. The maybe. guy that told me to clock out over my puns is bringing. Maybe she's barn with it. No, that's Jake Salazar. JD oh, I'm Pringle. sorry. I'm sorry, JW Pringle. You're on the side of right. You're on the side of good horse puns. Maybe she's barn with it. 
Maybe it's horse lawyer. Maybe it's horse lawyer. Alpha Bill says to David Pringle, I say nay. Look, if you don't like puns, it's going to be a long night for y'all. I'm yeah. sorry. Um, hey, Sanga defeated uh, 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 Duke Hudson. Um, Poor Duke. Because, um, because last week, Sanga hit a cannonball into the uh, into the pool during the little Great American Bash celebration. And it splashed on Duke Hudson. And he talked about how he was going to get an ear infection. So you think it's funny that you did a, a cannonball last week, and it, and, it, and I, I had to. I have been spending all week getting water out of my ears. Um, to which I say, like, if it's that big of it, like it was, like you, you shouldn't go in a pool, or you should Correct. wear earplugs. Like I know, yeah. I, 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 I used to get swimmer's ear really bad. Um, and so, like, I stopped then going in the pool, right? Unless I had earplugs in. Right. Um, it doesn't happen so much anymore, but it, yeah, it was bad. But then, you know what I did? I took agency, uh, and I did it myself to try and fix the problem, as opposed to like, no one is allowed to do cannonballs while I am in the pool. Is it you dumb? Didn't, you thing didn't to fight do? anybody over it? No. Also, I was like fifteen years old, and I had more common sense than a man in his thirties. I don't know. Like, if I was allergic to orange juice, I probably wouldn't hang out at like the vat of orange juice that Orange Cassidy and Jericho had their thing in. Like, just seems like a dumb reason to pick a fight with someone as big as Sanga. Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm right about that. <laughs> you are. Uh, Jake Jake Salazar says, "I say, giddy the f up out of here with these puns." Well, well, well. How the turntables, as they say on the office. Um, uh, anyway, uh, Sanga, uh, uh, and Sanga still wearing the, he's still, still shopping at Gold Burkington Coat Factory. <laughs> I don't understand. He looks so weird in that getup. He looked better in the Braun Strowman stuff. It's like, true, but they needed to outfit control your narrative. So you had to give it all I, back. I, I don't, I don't, I, they literally said, Hey, big man. He's not around here anymore. Wear his stuff, and then he was like, "Okay, now I found I found my own gear. Uh, what is it? Well, you know, it's uh, black trunks, uh, uh, black boots, black knee pads, black elbow pads, and uh, MMA gloves." And we're like, "Great." Uh, and I'm saying, "No, not great. <laughs> like, do something. Put like the India flag on the butt or something. Do something." It's like it's so obviously Goldberg stuff. The only thing missing is the weird tribal tattoo. It also doesn't like go along with like he's been a charismatic face. Like it doesn't really fit like what they've built up for him. Uh -huh. um, but this man uh, was kind of boring, to be honest. Like I don't really have anything in my notes about it. There weren't really any super memorable spots that I could think of. But it happened. Yeah, uh, Duke so... Hudson did a, a, a big boot. That caught Sanga flush in the face, and then Sanga choke slammed him. So Duke Hudson's completely buried. He's done. He was doing better when he was wearing wearing uh, Aladdin gold lame genie vests and losing at poker. That's a true. He's so good. The battle of one jam beard says Sanga equals Braunberg. No, don't say Braunberg. that. Braunberg. 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 
I liked uh, his promos better than either Goldberg or Braun, and I haven't understood what he's saying in half of them, so that's sad. Alpha Bill says, the island of lost wrestling attire. <laughs> the mountain of gear creation. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I wonder if it's, it's like the island of lost, it's like the island of relevancy that the uh, the big tribal chief dog uh, says. Uh, or I like to think of it as, as the island of misfit toys from Rudolph Red-Nosed Reindeer. Nobody wants a Charlie in the box. Nobody wants a brawn pants. <laughs> They're literally cobbled together from several other pairs of pants. Buddy, NXT is the island of irrelevancy for sure. Hey, you know what? What's that? To choke slam someone like Duke Hudson, you'd mm-hmm. have to be pretty strong. You would. You would. One, one I, would think. Yeah. You probably aren't having a bunch of sugary crap for breakfast in the morning. Probably not. You're probably having like a protein packed breakfast. But like, you can't have steak and eggs every day, man kind of want like the nostalgia of a cereal from your childhood well that's the solution folks and sean rossap is here to tell you about it do you like cereal but hate all the junk that's associated with it well magicspoon.com slash fightful has you covered save five dollars off your order when you get a custom bundle custom box right now Zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, only four net grams of carbs per serving. Only 140 calories per serving. Keto-friendly, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and gluten-free. And right now you can build your own box. Not just right now, anytime. Blueberry, cinnamon, honey nut, maple waffle, cookies and cream, cocoa fruity, frosted peanut butter, all the flavors you loved growing up. And how about this? A money back guarantee. If for some reason you don't like it or you just want your money back, magicspoon.com slash fightful does that. Not only is it great in the mornings, it's great for a snack throughout the day, a midnight snack as well, without having all those carbs and unhealthy parts of cereal. Magicspoon.com slash fightful. Guys, with all the money that you're saving from our great sponsors, you should go spend it on Fightful Selection, Joe. I think you should. And guess what? Sean Rossap, he's on vacation this week, but the scoops keep on rolling on Fightful Select. Big update on the W. I guess it's not that big of an update, but on the women's <laughs> main roster tag team picture, um, he definitely uh did a stream today even though he's on vacation because he's out of his mind so with us in spirit as always go to a shop and subscribe to fightful select hang out with alex and i as we uh continue to do our paywall pay-per-view post shows we're gonna do one for death before dishonor which is very exciting because i'm an roh mark so exciting Um, things your internet is sugary crap you're like just now well, no. The, while you were doing the introduction, you were like, "You're back." I think no, no. Now you're back. Now you're bad again. Now you're all. Now Why? You're, all, you're, you're, you're pixelatedly. All right, I'll be right back. <laughs> I hate you. Ah, uh, Zoom. 
she's she's she was she was so pixelated she was behind by like 12 seconds um anyway i'm just gonna do this here with a bar in the middle of my face a horse bar in the middle of my face um uh yeah so (laughs) oh lord that was fun um so yeah she'll be back she'll be back again she will there's that damn new jersey net there we go oh there she is she's back and she's not pixelated anymore um are you done being a bully then i am Uh, i was gonna make you wrestling writer if you continue to bully me matthew plus says do you know what's worse than any episode of nxt 2.0 sour graps it's a review show hosted by two dorks about a terrible show you all shouldn't be watching go outside meet people go get lives for yourselves don't be sheep this show sucks. All of these things are true. Like there's NXT, one true thing. NXT is, show, is a show you should not be watching. Right. Nobody should be watching that show. We but you should hang out it. here, and you should give us all your money, like Matthew Plus does. Matthew Plus sending in money. I, I think the whole thing is he sent this when you were pixelated, and so oh. isn't it funny now that he that we're reading it when you aren't pixelated? He doesn't realize he's paying you a compliment. Yeah, See? no, now I now I'm just really pretty. So yeah, and I'm funny and I'm smart. Batted to one jam beer says Kate's internet turned her into one of those pixelated hidden face whistleblower people you see on 60 Minutes. Was it just coming out of Sean's commercial break? Because I'm just gonna blame Sean. No, no, it was before that. It was as soon as you started talking oh, about magic so spoon spoon, it was like like are they mad at us? I don't <laughs> are know. our numbers low this month? Oh, I'm, no. not, I'm not really sure. Uh, Jake Salazar says, nobody wants a Grayson Walla. And you're correct. Uh, nobody wants a Grayson Walla. Um, they interviewed Toxic Attraction and they were, they were so gleeful about, um, uh, Roxanne being hurt. They were just like, ah, sucks to be her. (laughs) I was like, ah, they probably did it. They probably they probably had the most obvious thing be the one that actually happened because I I, I guess silly me I wanted to believe in friendship I wanted to believe that all of the things that they said about each other last week were true when they interviewed Cora Jay talking about I don't know what I don't even know if 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 Roxanne's going to be cleared to wrestle tonight I have I don't even know. Like, I'm just, I have to go back and see her, um, which seemed like she was actually, you know, a, being a good friend. I've, how, how wrong I was. It's because you um, don't appreciate a good friend when you have one sitting right next to you. All you do is make fun of my internet, just like the rest of you people. You right. should be buying Magic Spoon and Bluetooth. Yeah. Um, uh, um, so we got this weird dueling um, pre-match promos from the Robert Stone brand, Von Wagner, and the Leggy Blonde. Sophia who, Cromwell. Whose job, I don't know what it is. Neither does you, she. What would you say you do here? And the answer is not much. Um, I point occasionally. Uh, I have legs. Um, and that's about it. And so, look, uh, there's but- nothing wrong with Lucky Blonde. Okay, 
don't hate on that. That's not the problem here. Leggy blondes hold a very valuable spot in society, my dear. I would say if the blonde's only character trait is her legginess, that well, might the be NXT a Women's Champion's only character trait is that she's a brunette. It can get you a long way in wrestling. Right, I know, uh, but not not in my book. That's the thing is that I I, I require more. Um, this pre-match thing of like Von Wagner being like Solo Sokoa. You think that you have all the uh, you think you're a great fighter. Well, I am also a great fighter. My name is Von Wagner, and I am gonna beat you up because I it, like just Robert was like he was a three sport athlete, and then Sophia Cromwell was like, yeah, the Mets wanted to sign him to a minor league contract, but he said no because I'd rather play Division One football in Central Florida, and he's like, and and then Von Wagner's like, it doesn't matter what uh, football doesn't matter. Baseball doesn't matter. What matters is fighting. I am a fighter, and so are you, Solo Sokoa. But I think we will find out who is the better fighter. That is me, Von Wagner. And uh, it was it was really it was really awkward, at best. And then Solo Sokoa had to cut a promo on Von Wagner, uh, and like even he was like, I don't even know why I'm fighting this guy. I should be champion or on the main roster by now. And so nothing he said was believable because you could tell he was over and done with this feud before it even starts. Spoiler alert. This feud is just starting. Okay. I am. I'm impressed by how they continue to make Von Wagner worse every week. Like it's actually impressive at this point. Why is he pulling resistance bands backstage? First of all, a that's diamond mines thing. You screwed that up well enough. And B like, why? So he doesn't pull a muscle throwing one lariat for a match or sitting in a waist lock for 10 minutes? Like, thank God you're building up your resistance band. I don't know why we were just talking about other sports for like five minutes. I have no idea what was going on. I was so genuinely confused. I thought, I, I'm not sure, but they called him, I think, a three-star athlete and not a five-star athlete. Which three, is a three sport athlete. A three sport athlete. That makes more sense. I was like, three star athlete actually seems perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that seems so up point. That's the first true thing you've said. <laughs> I don't understand what this feud is. I don't understand how Robert Stone has a job. Like, none of these matches oh, mean man. anything. Like, man. Um, uh, Wade Barrett saying, Robert Stone is the best businessman in the history of this of this of sports entertainment. I'm like, wait, you don't have to read everything they give you to say, man, because it makes you look stupid. Because Robert Stone hasn't managed anyone who's won more than like two matches in the in since he's been in NXT, and he got there like six years ago, man. Like you saying this doesn't make it true. Like, it makes you look like an idiot for thinking it, let alone saying it out loud. When they hand you the script, you're allowed to tell them, no, I'm not going to say that. It makes me look dumb. Robert Stone has only managed losers, and the matches he has set up for Von Wagner mean literally nothing ever. Ever, ever, ever. And the problem is, they can't set up meaningful matches because he sucks in the ring. 
Like, there's just no meat on the bone with this. I don't know what Sophia Cromwell is supposed to be. I felt like this was supposed to be like how they had Jake Hager's wife um, present for like a minute and then she was gone. But she went from pointing to suddenly being a part of the act with no explanation at all. I don't know why Robert Stone invited her in. Mm -hmm. Why are we talking about his ba- It's not macho, man. Like, we're not. <laughs> We're not retroactively talking about someone's baseball history. It's not relevant here. Bob Wagner is the only one that made sense in this by saying, "Like, I just love the idea of like." But he actually is to tell the truth. Like, it doesn't matter uh, how hard I can throw a fastball. Yeah. Uh, it, it it matters how hard I can throw a punch. So I, I it's like that's fine. Um, spoiler alert: uh, Sosakoa didn't get in. 95% of the offense in the match. So it wasn't believable. And uh, he got, he, he, it was 50, 50. Uh, and then they both, it was double count out and the, and the, and the crowd booed and they didn't boo. Um, they booed because it's a really shitty cop out booking. Um, that's why they booed. Anytime you book a double count out and the crowd boos. Um, it's not they're, heel they're, yeah. they're, they're, they're booing you bookers um and so then uh we got uh later in the night all the gals backstage um like talking about who might have uh, attacked roxanne perez i heard it was this person but it couldn't have been this person because of this reason i don't know what's going on are you accusing us and then bursting in the women's locker room still fighting are Von Wagner and Solo Sokoa. And we go to commercial. We come back from commercial. Oh, now they're still fighting in the parking lot. And eventually, they break it up enough that they're separated far enough away from each other. But then Robert Stone, like, takes off his jacket and gets in the face of Solo Sokoa. Like, it's this isn't over. What kind? This is, what, you think this is a game? You think this is a game? This isn't over. This is not over. You think this is a game? You just kept on saying those two lines over and over again. Why the hell did it start? Like, I don't, I don't care that it's not over. I don't even know why the hell it started. Never mind why know. it's continuing. This and is then stupid. Solo Sokoa grabbed him and says, who the hell do you think you are? Which is the first thing that made any sense. And then he just tossed him into a dumpster, which is where Robert Stone belongs. <laughs> that is all? And Extremely that's accurate? I'm kind of bummed because I think Solo Sokoa, along with Wendy Chu, are probably my favorite things on the show right now. Mm-hmm. And they have put my favorite thing on the show with this Von Wagner gimmick, mm-hmm. which is upsetting. And then he's going to go up to the main roster, Alex. And so my favorite thing on the show will be gone on a yeah. show that I already mostly don't like. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why this feud started. I don't know why it's continuing. I don't know why it's personal. I just don't know. I, I, there are three people involved in this Von Wagner thing, and none of it makes sense. Nope. Um, Jake Salazar says, Heisman winner Baker Mayfield was a three-star recruit, if I remember correctly. Oh, good he, for him. He's well, not he, on my wrestling program. Isn't he, That's isn't fine. He like, isn't he like five foot ten? Is that why he got... Probably lower recruit, whatever. Chris Pereira says, I need Solo to pay homage to The Rock, mocking Rikishi. 
on this feud with Vern Wagner. That's right. Solo Sokoa might be my favorite. I was thinking about this earlier. Might be my favorite bloodline current wrestler. I think I like him better than the Usos and Roman Reigns at this at this point. Yeah, we'll, right we'll, now. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Hey, uh, Chase, you went to the UK, and when I say when I say Chase, you I mean Andre Chase, Bodie, and Thea. They literally went to the UK, just the three of them, and saw, shot some scenes there, doing some sightseeing. Um, and I, I love, I love how last week it was like, "Hey, how about a field trip?" That's right, yay, field trip! And the entire class goes wild. And now this is a deleted scene where Andre Chase is like, "Oh, um, not any of you, just the two people with names." I'm sorry. Sorry. And you know what they could have done? They could have packed some Chase U t-shirts. They could have gone to a local university in London, said, we're with the WWE. You 10 people put on these t-shirts and walk around with us. We wouldn't have known they weren't uh, NX, NA, actual NXT have. people. You would I've have memorized known. every Chase U student. So. This, this is where they decide to pick nits about consistency is yeah. this moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I don't understand why they didn't do that because it made it look really weird. Because then we have Andre Chase in a little voiceover saying, "I took two of my star students to 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 uh, <laughs> to to the UK with me," and it was just like, "No, you this one girl is like eighteen years old. Please, like I know she's old enough to make her own decisions. It's still weird that she's traveling with you, Andre Chase." To the to the UK, like she just graduated high school literally two weeks ago. Can we not? It's just ridiculous. Or even justify it by like saying that these the three of them splintered off together for some reason, and that the rest of them are somewhere. Like so many solutions. Andre Chase also straight up lying to Bodie Hayward about how he's going to be knighted, and Bodie Hayward being like, "Oh, really? Cool." Uh, and then he reads a prepared speech, I guess, back at Andre Chase University, because there's some guy who wrote it for him, and he says, I'm going to kick your ass, because he says, we're the seventh biggest, or something. How dare you say we're the seventh? We're number one, all the time, number one, and I still don't understand why I'm supposed to cheer for Andre Chase. I've never understood why we like Andre Chase. He's an asshole. Yeah, but he also loses all the time, so. Right. Um, so he's got that going for him. Uh, yes. Um, Alpha Bill says, um, Von Wigner is the dumb tumbleweed of uh, NXT. Come Tuesday. That is an alarmingly accurate description. Yeah, uh, and and Robert Stone is the whistling wind. Yeah, that's just Jake Salazar says. Yes, Baker Mayfield is undersized, but I've always loved his attitude. Sure, I uh, okay. He's probably a better promo than Von Wagner, man. He, but oh, he's not on my wrestling oh, program, Jesus. so I don't know what to he tell you. He should be. Um, Lash Legend is backstage wearing a fur coat and dribbling a basketball while also wearing sunglasses. Uh, and so she, this is how she's, she says, ah, okay, Indy Hartwell, now let's, let's do it. We're going to fight. 
and then she leaves her basketball there and then uh, a a red baseball bat comes into frame and stops the basketball from rolling. And so we already know Alba Fire's coming. Um, So there's really not all that surprising or at all interesting. Um, Lash Legend and, and Indy Hartwell is one of those matches where it's like, okay, Indy, um, let's just get through this without you getting injured, okay? Because you're really good, and I don't trust uh, Miss Legend. Um, and ironically, um, after the Alba Fire um, distraction, which is up her her up in the Raven's Nest, where there's like literal fire lighting, and her standing up there, which distracts Lash Legend long enough to be. Uh, dropped off the top rope, and then um, Indy just trying to do her springboard elbow drop, and she spring botches, and she falls off the top rope right onto her face, and then Lash Legend, to her credit, rolls over, like rolls over, and tries to pin her, um, and that pin is reversed by Indy Hartwell, kind of. And uh, and she ends up pinning Lash Legend, um, uh, and I, like honestly, I when that when she fell, I was like, okay. So then Lash is just gonna lay there and wait for Indy Hartwell to roll over on top of her, isn't she? No, she didn't. So good for her, but still, yikes! Like I mean, that like you have to watch it. Like it's a thing of like botches happen, but you. You can't botch the finish because that's gonna like everyone's gonna remember it, and and Indy Hart that was really embarrassing for Indy Hartwell. It's really too bad because she biffed it hard coming off the top rope. It was not good. No, it was like the botchiest of botches. Um, I like could not loathe more. Yeah three letters botch accounts they are the most like disgusting stupid thing in the world Mm um i botches happen indy's a great wrestler i'm glad she doesn't seem injured she wasn't anywhere near lash so that's good um i am glad that lash legend thought to roll over i wish they didn't go home on it i wish they Mm -hmm. just ended on a different sequence to like clear that out but what are you gonna do um the rest of this match was not great either. Uh, but, like, I just don't understand. Like, Lash Legend seems like the perfect candidate for level up. Uh-huh. I don't understand what the point of level up is if people like Lash Legend aren't going to be on it. Yeah. And Von Wagner, for that matter. Like, these are not TV-ready performers. No. And that's not an insult to them. They haven't been doing it this long. Well, Von Wagner's been doing it a little bit, but I don't think Lash Legend has. Um, And even if they've been doing it for a decade, they're not TV-ready performers, and they need to... They should be on on level up. That's the whole point of this double-A, triple-A major system, isn't it? Like, that's what I thought it was here for. So, um, not the best. I I feel bad for Indy, but, like... I don't know. That just happened. I'm just glad she's okay. Everyone's mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Um, uh, Alba Fire chased uh, Lash Legend out of the ring uh, at the end. And this is where I'm like, 
So this is what we're doing here with Kaylee Ray, who's one of the best women dressers in the world. We're going to have her waste her fucking time with Lash Legend. Just call um, her up. I don't understand it. I, I don't, don't understand why they didn't call I, her up months ago. I do not get it at all. Um, yeah. The Battle of One Jam Beard says, Chase you in the UK and didn't get any new people. Sounds like a missed opportunity to do a foreign exchange student gag to get NXT UK people. Yeah, you could do that. That's a really great way of doing it. Like, hey, we got an exchange student. That's cool. That Jake Neal fun. says, uh, funny enough, Thea Hale went to the same high school as Pat McAfee. Just a fun FYI. That uh, is a fun fact. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so, uh, we, we earlier we got um, <laughs> Tony D'Angelo uh, and, and Stax. Uh, also, uh, uh, Legato minus Santos and, uh, and Electra Lopez, who's really been proving herself out there doing all the things at the docks. She's really been pulling in some extra bread. And for that, I really got to say, and like last week he said, I'm going to give you twos one more chance next week to prove yourselves in a match. And then that match didn't happen this week. I don't Correct. know if like uh, Cruz or Joaquin is uncleared or whatever. But instead, the Goombas got a match against uh, um, against Malik Blade and Idris Enofe. Oh, I did like um. Uh, oh, I wanted to ask you. Says whatever her name is, uh, Electra Lopez. Did you um, do you know anything about what happened to Cora Jade and Tony Angel? Like. Listen, no, I know. Hey, Electra Lopez did not do anything to Miss, uh, to, uh, sorry, to Miss uh, Roxanne Perez. You know why? Because I did not give the order, and so therefore it did not happen. Like I, I just I love like adding little like Sopranos stuff into it. It's just great. I still want to know what <laughs> Electra Lopez's um, like job at the docks job at the docks is. Like, what does she actually do? Um, JW, JW Pringle says Tony Kersplash D'Angelo. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, Tony, Tony D and uh, Stax get the victory because, of course, they do because Malik Blade is Malik Blade. And that's why I got it. I like Gidderson O'Fay. I just think Malik Blade's not, not ready for prime time. Yeah, um, he's not there. This match was perfectly serviceable. Um, I liked the reactions after the post-match beatdown. I, I thought the facial expressions of like, I'm doing this because I have to, not because I wanted to, were extremely mm-hmm. readable and not necessarily in an overdone way. Like, you could tell they've been paying attention to Santos Escobar because it felt very much in line with the way that he's been reacting to things on this angle. Like, I, yeah. I really liked how that felt like actual acting. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that's good. We had to read Nikita uh, Lyons about. We had her boobs. Was the were the rest of her there? Yeah. My God, her two point were out. Yes, uh, they were everywhere. Um, so uh, and she was like, "Listen, I've been getting so many messages on social media sure about my boobs, girl. and also about <laughs> my 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 butt, and also about my um, gear, uh, my gear, and also about." Uh, <laughs> about how I standard the mo- have the most to gain 
from from Roxanne being hurt. So maybe I'm a suspect. I didn't do anything. However, if Mandy Rose needs needs an opponent, I'll be ready. <laughs> and I was just like, I think the thing that kind of bugged me about, about this whole angle the most was the idea that um, because last week Roxanne says, I'm going to cash in my contract next week to have the match versus Mandy Rose. Because she said that out loud, if she's uncleared to wrestle tonight, that contract is now void, which doesn't make any sense. Like the match didn't take place. Therefore, the you don't she doesn't lose the contract, but according to their rules, she does, which doesn't make any friggin' sense. You know? Like No, especially because like, I thought she cashed it in for the tag titles, too. They basically had said that, and then they unsaid that, and then she was cashing it in for that. Like, I don't know what the deal with the at-a-glance contract cash-in is, but it's not clear, and it never has been. Um, as far as Nikki, I was like, of all the cheesy stuff that they do on this show, why didn't they take, like, Nikita's thing in the locker room segment and make there be, like, one of the yes boys should have been a detective this week or whatever. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. like looking into who done it or have Core Jade be a smart heel and be asking everybody else who done it when meanwhile it was her the whole time, right? To throw people off the scent or whatever. Triple H like, and Shawn Michaels thing. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Nobody wanted to know who hurt Shawn Michaels more than Triple H. Like he was out there like trying to figure it out. And then it turns out, oh my God, it was Triple H all along. You never would have known. Yeah. Like, do that. Um, but, like, whatever. Then I'm glad Nikita's good in the ring because, like, a thirst trap isn't a character, so at least she'll be good in the ring. But mm-hmm. I have questions if they're going to give her the title. I'm, I'm, I'm nervous about where, what that looks like and where it goes. Mm-hmm. So, hey, remember last week how we figured out that a uh, kid, uh, that a kid, that, that, that a kid, that... Uh, that I this... still don't think a kid should be in the ring. Me neither. Uh, I don't. That he uh, was really into math yes. last week. He's also you, into masks. Do you remember when we were first introduced to Miss Nikita Lyons? And and she was the daughter of a groupie and also a nunchucks master and also a bouncer and also a singer and also kind of a white girl rapper and also a guitar player. And a dancer. And a dancer. Um and all doing? of those things. Why are we doing this with Axiom where he's really, really good at math? But he also is really into comic books. Like they, they forgot about the math thing. They just did. Now he's into comic books and so much so that he's a superhero. And they gave him a luchador mask. It's a really bad looking luchador mask. And he's not a luchador. Like. I, I, I guess, like, you know, other guys who aren't really luchadors have worn masks or whatever, but, like, it feels weird that they're doing it with, 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 with A-Kid, like, who's already appeared maskless in your promotion. Like, it's weird that they're doing that. Um, also, um, listen, I know we're in Florida here, and uh, there's that governor there, the, the, the Ronald DeSantos. And and I've I have heard that he is very against 
giving uh, uh, forcing children to mask. And I was wondering why they would make a kid wrestle in a mask when the governor there seems like he might just shut down the whole operation when they're making a kid wrestle in a mask. And I, I've, I've heard that this, this Ronald DeSantos, that he is just very much against the masking of children. And I don't understand why a kid has to wrestle in a mask. I feel like maybe I'm not really sure. We definitely know the two things we know. Well, we know three things. This is a kid. This is a child we're talking about. I mean, loves math. So he's probably going to school while wearing a mask. Seems very not in the tone of the Florida. However, um, he also does Ricochet's thing. Yeah. Like, just let Ricochet have his thing, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's yes. rude. Um, so, just let a kid be a kid. Yes. Just let it be a child. Stop policing him. Stop asking him to grow up so fast. Yeah. Um, Sheldon Jackson says, I know Nikita will probably end Mandy's title reign, but personally, I want the final boss, Mako Satamora, to come to America and end Mandy's reign. Let me tell you what's not going to happen. That. <laughs> we don't even have someone. I would love it, but let me tell you what's not going to happen. Not even um, No, no, unfortunately. Unless maybe they put her like in a, like silly skirts. If yeah. she came over, you know what I mean? Yeah. Is Saray injured? I can't remember. Or did they just push her off? Or yes. in the UK or something? She was in the UK for a while. Is she is she injured again? I don't know. If she's in the UK, it's very possible she got injured because that whole roster is pretty banged up. Um, so. Um, so we got, um, we got Mandy Rose coming out. Um to say that she's no nobody can face her uh and then uh cora jade comes out she says well if my partner can't be here to fight you then i'll take her place um and she's about to and then roxy's music hits and cora jade looks like oh what and I was like, oh, yeah, all right. I was dumb. Like, I, I was dumb. I, her reaction, um, I thought she was doing the thing like that she was just stalling Mandy Rose until Roxy could get her get, get out there. And so that when their music hits, like Corgi would turn around and have a big smile on her face. Uh, but no. She did the guilty look, and I was like, oh, okay. Um, and th then we have the match that happens, and Roxy gets to work injured the whole time, and Cora Jade gets to be, like, supportive on the outside. And uh, Cora Jade hits Pop Rocks on Mandy Rose on the outside of the ring uh, and then uh, rolls Mandy Rose in. And as she's trying to uh to get in the ring herself um uh and and also while the ref has his back turned because the ref is stupid um uh cora jade clocks roxy in the back of the head with the tag team title belt uh and then gets an evil smile on her face as uh as uh mandy pins Co uh, roxy to retain uh, and then Cora Jade gets in the ring 
And it's like, I brought you here. You wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for me. And you took everything from me since you've been here. Uh, and it's all you. You're so selfish. And then she raises up her skateboard to smash it over Roxy. And as she raises it up. Word is flaccid. Go to bluechew.com and use the code Fightful at checkout. As she raises it up, it just snaps in half because they rigged it to break when she broke it over her back. But instead, the the wind of being raised up, it fell apart. And it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. And then. Yeah, if your skateboard's doing that, that's not a Bluetooth thing, by the way. You got to get to a doctor real fast. Uh, Cora Jade like taking the the one half of the board that was still in her hands and trying to to smash it over Cora Jade Roxy a bunch of times and then screaming about how you did this this is all your fault you ruined everything um you took everything from me okay so by the way this is the main event so get your super chats in and your humper chats in and uh, your Twitch chats in via the bits. And also in nine minutes, it's my fightful anniversary of my dark match. So I call it my dark match. I did a prediction stream with Sean a year ago as of the 13th. So send in congratulations of those because little did I know it would lead to this madness. Um, yeah. So... I, I figured it was going to be Cora Jade from the beginning. So I was not only not surprised. <laughs> like, I was not only disappointed, I was not surprised. I'm so sick of tag team wrestling being treated like this. It's such a load of crap. Like, Toxic Attraction defended the belts like four times. And now they're put on two people who have had them for two weeks? A week. Oh, a one week. One week. One freaking week and they're gonna have to split those up mm-hmm. there's not really a division around it there's not really a women's tag division on the main roster which you can read more about on fightfulselect.com because the plans of those are half revealed sort of um but like it being a device and it being a device for singles competitors and the same device used in the same way over and over and over again it's such a load of crap. Like, it's so tired. It's so boring. It's so predictable. And then at the post-match, it was just also a load of crap because Cora Jade hadn't won shit since, until Roxy came in. Roxy is the one that helped her out, which maybe we'll get some promos about, but I'm sure it's going to be a, you got behind Roxy, you people, you people crap that we get time and time again. It's going to be the same stale, boring stuff, but it just plain wasn't true. Like, the only time that Cora Jade has had a title was because Roxy helped her get one last week. Like, it made no sense. It was predictable. It was boring. I'm so sick of tag team wrestling being used as a sideshow. Like, it's so lame. Especially when you muddied the whole breakout tournament prize for this anyway. Like, you didn't have to go there from here. Like, Cora Jade could have just gotten jealous that she, she won the tournament, and that could have been it. You didn't have to take this tag team detour. This is so stupid. So... Um, unfortunately, like, I think Roxy is great. I think her selling of her injury was very consistent in this match, um, which is refreshing to see a lot of people forget that they're injured (laughs) in matches. Very, very easy thing to do, I would imagine, in the ring. Um, Mandy 
Rose looked fine here. Um, she was in control like the first half of this match handily. She looked good enough. Um, Roxy is something special. We all know it. We've all seen it. I feel like she should have gotten the singles title at this point. And uh, it's it's just unfortunate. It's unfortunate how tired and repeated these tropes are, how tired and repeated the promos we're going to get are, how tired the best friends things are. Because you know what? You're my best friend, Alex, and I'm not tired of it. So There you go. Um, the thing of it is, it's kind of funny, is that uh, tag team wrestling is awesome. Yeah, friggin' awesome. Um, uh, it's it's just the best. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe uh, Cora and Roxy can shave each other's backs. Maybe uh, we'll get that. <laughs> um, and, and in this company, that it is looked at, it is looked down on as so severely less than. Um, especially the women's titles never the it was. What a ridiculous thing looking back on that they ever actually made the NXT women's tag team titles considering like this is do you know do you know who the next uh women's tag team titles the tag team champions are going to be Toxic Attraction they're just going to take them right back they're it's they're going to make Roxanne Perez defend both titles in a handicap match against Toxic Attraction and she's going to lose them right back. You're I, right. I, I am almost 1 million percent sure of this. And then Toxic Attraction is going to have them for another year or as long as they're on in NXT and they're going to defend them like once. And it, it won't matter. It doesn't matter. It's just they're, they're fucking, they're, they're accessories. They are accoutrement. They're, they're, they don't actually mean anything. It's a prop. It's, it's a, a prop it's, like the rock's egg at Survivor Series. It's, it's a prop. It's, it's a meaningless it, prop. It is I also weird. want to comment on this, and I know it's not a super chat, but it's true. Um, Antoine's saying, unfortunately, that's why we I just watched the Fightful Post Show and not actual WWE programming. Um, we continually get, and I understand it to an extent, comments about how negative the show can be, which my retort is always we use substantive criticism for the most part about things that we don't like. We explain the reason we don't think it's either fundamentally sound booking or not in our taste. I also mentioned that the show is called Sour Graps. Mm -hmm. If you don't understand that, you're a little bit silly. Right. But I do want to point out that week after week, we have more and more people that stop watching NXT and still continue to tune into our post show. And I'm not saying that to put myself over. I'm saying that this product, which thought it was going to be competing with AEW, which is hysterical to me, um, is losing like people that would pay for things. Loyal fans of professional wrestling, loyal fans of sports entertainment. Week over week, they're losing those people and not your casual viewers who would actually invest in your product if you were putting something good on. I want NXT to be good. I know people that make comments like that. We're watching Black and Gold and wanted to give this a chance and just can't anymore. And there's something wrong in your programming when you're losing those people because you simply won't go and make sense of your product. All you have to do is follow the rules that you create and people will buy in. All you have to do is not make your champions look like idiots by losing to people that get put together and thrown in tag teams or just like, winning and losing in nefarious ways and people will invest in your product. So it's the people that actually want to invest in your product that are tuning out, which is just really sad. It's sad to see that because 
as much fun as I have coming out here and griping, it would be really nice to get to talk about stuff that we like. And, and tonight's episode was like a perfect microcosm of how I can't do that on Tuesday nights right now. Hopefully if Hunter's back, it gets better. I will always praise the stuff that I like, but like, how am I supposed to do that with the, we don't take kindly bar sketches and this tired crap that I've seen over and over again, closing out the show. Where's Brom Breaker? You're going to tell me we're going to go this whole seven hour stretch of not having a champion on WWE programming. Mm -hmm. Roman's not on raw. Braun's not on this. Roman's not going to be on SmackDown. Where are your champions? They're not even losing on TV anymore. They're nowhere to be found. What is going on, man? Anyway. Uh, apparently, <laughs> Cameron Grimes says Braun Breaker is at home in a sling. That's, that, that's, their, that's their story. And they're sticking to it. Sure. Um, it's... Uh, what kind of little bitch of a champion doesn't show up in a sling? I don't, I don't know, man. I don't even know. Roxy has no ribs left, and she was showing up. We got a lot of Super and Humper chats about this segment. DJ Page says, man, the women's segment tonight was great. There was a great match with a great story, and the right woman won. What? What? Oh, my friend has just told me that I was actually watching AW Dark. So, there you go. Uh, you were watching Impact. Yeah. <laughs> J.W. Pringle says, stop fighting. We are all friends, damn it. Best um, friends. Best friends. Uh, <laughs> uh, Orion Ben says, the NXT parking lot, greater than sign, whatever your friendship is. That's it's true. true. The power of the NXT parking lot is one of the most powerful forces in the world. Yeah. Um, it's Flowman says... I predicted Cora turning on Roxanne and was still astonished at how stupid this company is when it actually <laughs> happened. WWE has poisoned my mind to think the way they want me to think. Please help. Um, this the other thing is that you you didn't even give them a chance to be champs. You didn't give them. A, they never defended the belts once. They they never got a chance to actually be an act. Really? Yes, it's the next week. They literally couldn't have. You, well, but I'm, but I'm saying, like, that's the that's the point, is you never gave them a chance to do any of it. To, like, hey, there's something to be said. I don't really... Obviously, none of this... A lot of the show isn't for me. But for... If you're trying to build a younger audience, these two young women cute and fun and whatever and they're there and like maybe you want to bring in like an audience of like 11 12 13 14 year old girls who have somebody to look up to in roxanne and and cora as actual best friends like like hanging out together doing fun stuff being tag champs like you could run that for like four six eight months and see if it catches on and brings a new audience in to watch your show because Lord knows those people aren't watching it right now. So maybe you could do that. Maybe that helps you get revenue. Maybe those girls are asking their parents for a new Cora Jade and Roxanne Perez t-shirt. Like maybe you're maybe you're selling merch that way. Maybe you could you could try that. It's the same way, like I hate, hate Lacey Evans, but there's a subsection of your audience that would love her act. And you never even gave her a chance 
to try and get that whole like GI Jane thing over as a way of like actually getting people into her character. They, they, they pull the trigger on a heel turns way too early. In, in this turn could have happened on a pay-per-view. Like this, I mean, one way of appealing to a younger demographic would also be to have people in creative that don't have an AARP membership. Like that would probably be yeah. a good start. But like, to your point, it's, I don't think you did Cora Jade any favors by turning her heel. There are no, I mean, I guess Nikita Lyons and Roxy are your faces in the women's division right now and Wendy Chu, but like you use her in a very specific way. So I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know what the point of sticking belts on them is. And you're right. It's going to be Roxy and toxic attraction in a handicap match. And Mm -hmm. darn it. Roxy is going to lose them both. Mm -hmm. Like, um, and, and she may even be poised to win it. And then Cora Jade will cost him. Probably. Like, th- that's kind of crap. Uh, Nurguru says, of, uh, uh, of course they broke up Cora and Roxy because WWE hates friendship and women's tag teams. They can't just strap a rocket to anyone anymore like Roxy should be a women's champ. So much for HHH, for the HHH being in charge again. The um, HHH. Yeah. Uh, you probably could have just stopped it hates women to be honest but yeah women's tag teams most of all i guess uh, the better to one jam beard says wait what cora turned on roxy so what happens to the tag titles now what the hell is going on with wwe the same thing that always goes on with them the same uh, thing that happens every week pinky yeah <laughs> ricardo the mark says give roxy all the belts men's too she's great she's great and uh and it's she she get she got to be tag team champion for one week, uh, and uh, then she's probably going to defend it in a handicap match in in two weeks and lose that. So she'll be tag champion technically for three weeks. Remember um, when Daniel Bryan was the tag team champions? <laughs> I am the tag team champions. The mm-hmm. one silver lining in this, I think, is I think they actually think they're that this is how you treat Roxy to make her feel important. Like, I think in their little creative brains, this is like highlighting Roxy in a big way, which up until tonight, it kind of was. So I I don't think this is like, she drops it and then falls back down the roster. No, she's just gonna- By any means. I think she's she's gonna gonna be really important She's gonna have a forever feud with her best friend, keeping her away from the title for a while. It's true. In the meantime, Nikita Lyons will get a, a major run at the title, probably win it off of Mandy Rose. Um, and then maybe we'll have, uh, after Roxanne uh, moves on from Cora Jade, maybe we'll get a Roxanne and Nikita Lyons promo, uh, pro- program. Because, you know, that that's a thing that everybody wants. Uh, J.W. Pringle says, do you think NASA's new telescope could find a better universe than the WWE universe? Man, there it'd be hard not to. Um Shotkey29 says reading the Roxy Mandy ending nearly gave me an aneurysm. Well, at least today's dark is a good palate cleanse, especially Angelico's new Vibin theme. Or as uh as uh as William Regal calls him, Angelico. <laughs> uh, oh Angelico. 
Uh, hey, it's Matt my Ra- five pole anniversary. Yeah. Uh, Matt Matt right Ra- Matt Reichel says, "Hey, Team Kalex, uh, what was the point of Cora and Roxanne winning the tag tag belts if they're going to be broken up?" I was, brother. See, I was I was interested to see Cora as a heel. Well, I mean, like if it's if it's I mean it. Listen, I I, I guess I would have been perhaps had the skateboard thing not happened because that really <laughs> made me regard her whole damn act as a joke. I um, am not at all interested in seeing Cora Jade as a heel. I'm sorry. Like, and it's it's no offense to her, but like pop punk princess who can skateboard two feet is not a heel. That's not, I don't see that working at all. Like, nope. Yeah. Nathan DePaul says, friendship going out like boxer on Animal Farm. Straight to the glue factory. That's a shout at George Orwell. Uh, The batter to one Jam Beard says, but Kate, champs can't lose if they're never around. (laughs) You know the the meme of the guy doing this? Yeah, oh yeah. That was what I was doing. Um, uh, so yeah, we're, we're going to read some some humper and super chats. Um, so uh, <laughs> uh, Sean's Jake on Sal- vacation. We can go over a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Jake Salazar says, "Alex, first of all, NXT 2.0 is a bad idea that can't be overcome." Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, and we got uh, 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 speaking of which, CB, CBD's nuts says uh, super late to the party, but Alex's all of the odds and all of the evens line <laughs> killed me. <laughs> love you too. Uh, love you too, CBD's nuts. Um, My uh, man, CBD's <laughs> nuts. <laughs> uh, Tom Lavalley says, I was thinking this morning, if Kate made an appearance last night. Fightful would have had a raw reviewer in each time zone. Oh, that's true. Because we had because we had, we had De- Denise on the on the West Coast and Will Washington in Mountain Time, and I'm in Central Time, and that would have been, oh, ooh, have been Eastern. across the USA from sea to shining sea. Um, it's the Fightful team. Yep. Reviewing raw. Alpha Bill. Says uh, uh, Gunther as Augustus Gloop is around the corner. There's some things you guys can't put out into the universe. I love chocolate. I love chocolate so much. Some of y'all are powerful manifestors. Joel Pearl most of all. You better better watch what you say. Um, Jake Neal says... No clue what happened in NXT, but Gino Malkin re-signed with the Pittsburgh Penguins, and damn, am I happy. Also, you both kick ass. Well, thank you for from our hockey fan, Jake Neal. Thank you, um, Jake Neal. Uh, I don't Jake, do hockey. Sorry. Jake Salazar says, I'm offering a VP job here at the Edge Hater Club. Uh, Jake, Jake, Jake Salazar is the president and CEO of the Edge Hater Club. I'll be the um, president and CEO of the Jamie Hater Club. Yeah. Um, uh, Justin Mack says, I just recently got back into NXT since it became 2.0. And I'm so sorry. Is it just me, or does NXT feel fresher and more intriguing than the main roster? Thoughts? Fresher and more intriguing, I will grant you, because the main roster is stagnant as hell. 
just because something is fresher and has newer characters with different stories doesn't mean it's good. Um, is NXT 2.0, I think, an all-around better watch than Raw and SmackDown? Yes. Because at least the things that are bad are so bad that they that I can find things funny about them. Raw and SmackDown, when it's bad, it's just boring bad. It's not like outlandish, hey, we decided to take a real swing at this thing and boy, did we miss hard. It's like, this is the same match that you saw last week, which is the same match that you saw the week before, which is the same match that you saw the week before that. Enjoy. Like that, you could keep all of that. Like I'd much rather watch NXT. I'd much rather watch Von Wigner and Solo Sokoa battle it out across seven parking lots than, than, than watch Miz versus whoever on Monday night. Miz with the massive balls. Um, mm. Yeah, I mean, they literally set up Becky and Bianca at SummerSlam again. Like, what yeah. are we doing on the main roster? They don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I have a little more forgiveness in NXT because, not for the creative, but for the performers in that there's this is developmental. Like, Tiffany Stratton has grown leaps and bounds in front of our eyes. So that's cool because there's like a rewarding result there, right? Um, Carmelo is a star. Braun will be a star. Um, like you get to see people grow up kind of in front of your eyes, mm -hmm. which is the good part of NXT, right? So yeah. when you get to the main roster, it's just like, hey, Dolph Ziggler's a face all of a sudden. Like, okay. <laughs> like, yep. Every everything is everything is um, there's there is it, it's impossible. It may be something that we're all too like jaded and pessimistic to really realize that that we're actually doing. But there's a thing in NXT called hope. Like we can hope that Braun Breaker is going to be a future multi-time WrestleMania main eventer. And we're watching the beginning of his career now. And that feels pretty cool. And then you realize, like, it's WWE. They could they could find a way to screw him up so hard when he gets to the main roster. They're already doing it by making him Braun Breaker and not Braun Steiner. They're already doing it. So, like, like I can say, like, I think Carmelo Hayes is, like, the next Shawn Michaels. He's amazing. I can't wait to see him on the main roster. Do what? With that fucking creative team, like it's just gonna be the same stagnant bullshit there that that everybody else does because they don't have anybody else writing good stuff for anybody. But I can still trick myself in the back recesses of my brain into thinking, oh, I'm watching the beginning of something that will blossom into something amazing in a few years when really we have no idea. Well, it like just depends basically on if Brock Lesnar wants to retire or not. Like, is is the truth if? If Brock Lesnar doesn't feel like retiring, Braun Breaker will be a mid-carder. If he does, right. Braun Breaker will be a main eventer. Um, so, but yeah, like when I think about the amount of people they've managed to make feel boring or average, sorry, Jake, uh, but Edge, most people don't find him boring or average. AJ Styles, most people don't find boring or average. Finn Balor, most people don't find boring or average. Um Ronda Rousey kind of shouldn't be found boring or average. Like 
if she but was they, just but they've made you feel that way because but they made the... you feel that way like um you know there's so there's so many people that their potential kevin owens forgot to i mean don't get me wrong he amuses me in everything he does the elias stuff should not have worked but as if we're talking wasted potential that guy should be a multi-time this year he should have held three belts like i don't care like that guy should is amazing um Sami Zayn, amazing at this comedic stuff, should be holding belts. Um, so it's just very frustrating in any program to see the ceiling of where people could be be trimmed down so, so, so much. And in my opinion, ceilings of guys that they think are far higher than they are. Like in Omos, I don't think has that high of a ceiling. I don't think Theory has that high of a ceiling, um, at least with the way they're being presented right now. Yeah like it, it just feels very out of balance to me yes uh and also we shouldn't forget, forget this michael dammit saying don't forget about the qr code spot this week yes so last week there was a qr code when you when you when you scanned it took you to a website says 8 10 11 and this week it took you to a wordle and if you played the game which said i said like a bunch of becky cruz Quinn, Brock, a bunch of things. And like, if you played, if you know how to play Wordle, which I really don't, apparently people like figured it out. And the word it's giving you is the name, is the word Havoc. H-A-V-O-C. So I'm assuming that's going to be the name of a new character that's debuting. Somebody figured it out by playing Wordle with this new thing that they gave us via a QR code. I'm assuming it's not Jimmy Havoc, but it's just Havoc, and we'll see what 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 that is. Could um, be from uh from Impact, right? Havoc over there. Yeah. Or they're they're celebrating Halloween Havoc uncharacteristically early. Really early. Like maybe in mid August. Maybe they're gonna for Halloween Havoc. Maybe they're gonna do these one a week for the next three months and and, and yeah we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, uh, Jim Pringle says, what creative team? It's just Vince and like three capuchin monkeys. It's true. It's manatees and idea balls. Uh-huh. Tom LaValle says, again, what channel is NXT on? Never mind. I don't care. I love the fact that AEW put Pac and Thunder Rosa's recent matches on Dark tonight. I hope to see more matches from around the world on Dark going forward. Keep cool, gabagools. Hey, if you're going to send Pac around the world to defend that title against people like Shota Umino, you can go ahead and put that on TV, not on your YouTube show. I want to see it. That uh, That's some great stuff. It's great it's on YouTube, but you could do you can do better. Um, uh, also, before we get into the jukebox, uh, Luis reminding us that there was a report from Meltzer that EO's contract is basically up. Uh, she's she has one foot out the door. She tweeted, of course, with just says rumors and then a puking emoji. So, um, uh, I mean, I don't know why, like the whole thing of like, um, uh, we got to combat the dirt sheets. Um, maybe, maybe it is uh, all vicious rumor, but EO, get the hell out, sweetheart. You got it, you got to leave, you can't be here anymore. They have no friggin' idea what to do with anybody. Uh, no. Asian Just talent, go. least of all. Like go, the, go away. The presentation of any 
any Asian wrestler on on WWE programming for the most part is is pretty insulting. So get out. Um, here we go. Uh, so the jukebox. First of all, Joey Castro says I would love to hear if Linda or Sheila have ever been turned on by a friend, not in a dirty way. Think of it being a highlight of my week. Well, listen, there was I that's that's that listen. There's Angela and and Brenda and all of all of all the mall walkers. They know who they are. That they were. Uh, I was I was two minutes late, and they did not wait for me at the food court. And they just started their walk without me. And they know I'm slow and I can't catch up. They could have stopped, but they didn't do it. I was what a betrayal it was. I had I to told walk Suzanne. around behind them the whole time. Terrible. I told Suzanne, I said, you better you better hold on because you know what's going to happen at the end. We're all going to congregate at the Cinnabon mm-hmm. and there's going to be tension and it's going to be awkward and it doesn't, I don't care. I know you have your knitting bee after, but the two minutes ain't going to cost you. I just walked out the Macy's exit. I wouldn't even meet them afterwards because they were like, I'm sure they were all sitting there. Where's Linda? Where's Linda? Like I was in my car driving home. That's where I was. Well, I, I could tell you all about Brenda and Eddie. It's like this whole like seven minute long song. High school sweethearts. You know how it goes. Uh, The battered one. Jam beard says, didn't Dale Gilkim also post a picture of her with EO? That could be the rumors that EO was referring to. I could be wrong about the picture, though. I don't know anything about the picture. I uh, don't know. I don't either. Bill, Alpha Bill says, be careful, EO. They have a spare jacket. No! Don't say it. But thanks for sending him money to say it. Yeah. All right. Uh, J.D. Pringle says, congrats, Kate, on your anniversary. Oh. Thank Kate, you. Kate, Alex will read the lyrics of Kate by Ben Folds 5 in the voice of your choice, if you would be so kind. You know what it's going to be. Okay. Nathan Fraser. She plays Wipeout on the drums, she does. This, oh, wait. The squirrels <laughs> and the birds come to gather around to sing the guitar. Oh, I have you got nothing to say. When all worlds fail, she speaks her mixtapes, a masterpiece. Walks through the garden, she does, so the roses can see. Oh, I have you got nothing to say. And you can see the daisies in her footsteps. Dandelions, butterflies. I want to be Kate. Kate, Kate, Kate. Oh, Bob's your uncle. <laughs> Thank you. My mixtapes are a masterpiece. Thank you. Um, and then we got uh, one from JDB Pringle. Says, tonight Nathan Frazier sings Say It Ain't So by Weezer. Weezer. <laughs> Because I think it will sound funny. I'm so glad Nathan is in the repertoire. And I, I swear to God, I wouldn't have requested him if I had seen that. I would have made it be regal. Still UK, but. Oh, yeah. All right. Somebody's hiney is crowding my icebox. It is. Somebody's cold one is giving me chills. Guess I'll just close my eyes. Oh, yeah. All right. Feels good inside. Flip on the telly. Wrestle with Jimmy. Something is bubbling behind my back. The bottle is ready to blow. Say it ain't so. Your drug is a heartbreaker. Say it ain't so. My love is a life taker. It is. I can't confront you. That I could never do. What? Well, well, but it might, might hurt you to try and be cool when I say 
This way is a water slide away from me. This takes you further every day. So be cool. Say it ain't so. Your drug is a heartbreaker. Say it ain't so. My love is a life taker. It is. And Bob's your uncle. I don't know why you like that, but I do. It's just so funny. It's your dopey face at the same time. Uh, and finally, the batter to one jam beard says, in angry spoken word, can we get William Regal to speak the song Rusted from the Rain by Billy Talent? All right. I stumble through the wreckage, rusted from the rain. There's nothing left to salvage. No one left to blame among the broken mirrors. I don't look the same. I'm rusted from the rain. I'm rusted from the rain. Dissect me till my blood runs down into the drain. My bitter heart is pumping oil into my veins. I'm nothing but a tin man. Don't feel any pain. I don't feel any pain. Sunshine, I don't feel any pain. I'm rusted from the rain. Go on, crush me like a flower. Rusted from the rain, come on. Strip me of my power. Beat me with your chains. And if I'm the king of cowards, you're the queen of pain. I'm rusted from the rain. I'm rusted from the rain. War games. There it is. <laughs> uh, thank you all for those. That's the end of our show. We're only 10 minutes behind. <laughs> oh, the mashup we didn't know we needed. Yeah. All right. Where can they find you, Kate? Um, <clears throat> you can find me on Fridays doing the AW Rampage and SmackDown post show on Fightful YouTube. You can catch me on Wednesdays talking all things All Elite at the Mark Order Podcast. You can catch me reviewing like all the pay-per-views on Fightful Select with the feller next to me, my best friend who I would never turn on ever. Um, and of course, every Tuesday right here doing this weird little variety show that we call Sour Grass. True. Oh, and you can f find me at Kate Stagrams and Miss Kate Fabe on the socials. That's true. That's true. You can find me uh, on the Twitter at Alex Sourgraps, and you can find me in most of the places that she just mentioned. Also, tomorrow night, talking about AEW Fighter Fest Night One. Um, yeah, everybody, uh, keep cool, gobble ghouls, because everything you know. sucks, especially tag team wrestling in WWE. Friendship is dead. <laughs> Not ours, though. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems, too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.